Welcome to the 24th episode of Indian Markets with KR and what has happened to the market from being a 1970s uh, ambassador to now being a 2019 Ferrari. We've just seen such a crazy movement these past two days. I don't know what's happening and it's 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 honestly beyond what anyone would have imagined probably but i'll i'll get to more on my thoughts more on my analysis later on in this episode of course uh nifty was up 326 points dot uh nifty bank up 1584 points back to the 30000 levels it's been enjoying for quite some time in the past of course it did fall down to 26000 or even below uh haven't really been following nifty bank for uh you know certain reasons that i had mentioned in the past anyway let's get going to nifty's 10 minute chart and for a change this time i am starting off with a blank canvas and what i mean by that is that this time at the start at least for for at least the initial analysis for my uh nifty 10 minute i'm using just the price chart on candlesticks no indicators no retracements no nothing just the price and the, the my main reason for doing that is pretty simple i just want to see um you know what the movements were it's clearer that way to me and you know i can get a better feel for the levels that way and that this is just something i want to try out of course uh, you know if if this does not suit you then don't uh, i'm not sure if it, if it will suit me either but hey might as well try it right so anyway you know we can see some very clear uh, signs that the euphoria of friday continued today also over the weekend and it of course opened with a massive gap up uh it started at around 11548 and it closed just 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 above 11600 at 11600.20 so definitely a pretty uh tight day for the 326 point move uh, more on that in a bit but you know looking at the chart if you you know you can make out very very easily that it did test out the the supports at 11500 and 11700 so that's something that when you you know when you're looking at the moving averages and uh the pivot points you you'd attribute uh quite possibly those supports and resistances to those pivot points and moving averages but when you are looking at the plain chart you can see which level is most important at least for the day so that's my main purpose and so far it seems that it was partially fulfilled at least um so yeah 11700 11500 very very apparent uh price zones important price zones for nifty as we can see it opened at 11548 it went down around 50 points or so uh, in the next pretty much 10 minutes of the market opening and then just jumped back up to just 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 uh just below uh 11700 at 11694 which was the day's high and then it sort of you know went slightly down and then closed at Uh, 11600 if you would have seen the price movements throughout the day you would have seen that it was constantly struggling and fighting and in, you know in two minds basically that 
hey should i be closing below 10600 should i be closing uh, at 10650 it was just all over the place for a bit and for that reason and that's one of the reasons actually i feel that while friday's move was largely um pushed and pumped up by retail investors and retail euphoria the fii's the institutional investors might have felt almost left out which is why there's this sort of uh, part in me that believes that this was probably you know an artificial euphoria or a hype that was created by these institutional investors so that they could also um you know enjoy the higher prices before the market would correct eventually so that is what i feel happened and again the main reasons are because you know if the retail euphoria was there they might have just not got the time to enjoy the benefits or they might have you know expected that hey you know we if we can pump up the prices even more a bit and then exit then nothing like it and one main indicator for that is that there were several times where the price of nifty fell down uh, and i'm talking about the future here uh, don't confuse yourself during the day i was looking at the future but we'll be analyzing nifty underlying the the index actual index not the future but the price of the future did go down by a huge chunk around 15 20 points during the day randomly just one spike that's it and i feel that that shows and this is valid for a lot of stocks also that we'll be talking about shortly so in my opinion what that says is that uh you know because these institutional investors have really really large uh, position sizes the market depth might not have been there so you know in order to fulfill their entire contract the uh, you know the prices would have just spiked down for that one trade and then went back up to normal so that is what i felt happen i sensed that happening i mean i'm not sure if that was actually the case of course but that is what you know seemed like what was happening and that's why i feel that you know this just might have been sort of an artificial push almost and uh the thing is you know when we're talking about a plus 326 point move you would expect a big move but the thing is that today's day's range was you know round about uh, 11000 uh, round about 200 points or so and that is not really that big from what we've seen we've seen day ranges of much higher in the past on days which really did not have that much news and if you look at the absolute movement between today's open and today's close it's about 52 points or so and that's honestly not that much the only big thing is that because of the gap ups we were able to see a massive movement so you know massive plus movement so that is one thing that you know the day was pretty range bound otherwise uh, you know if if you look at the resistances and supports it respected them very well if you look at the sizes of the candles on the 10 minute chart you can see that while there were a few large candles it was relatively undecided or relatively smaller candles as what we saw so those are another few points that i observed in the markets today what was also pretty interesting is that during uh, you know towards the end of the day around 2:30 pm or so apparently nse's pricing 
uh, entire mechanism was lagging or not updating for a few of the brokers and this is the alert that I got actually from <clears throat> one of the brokers that I use and it it honestly it might have something to do with the massive massive volumes that were uh, traded both yesterday and today yesterday's trading day was the highest volume day by about 2x from literally every single high volume day that we've had in the past so that really puts things into perspective just how crazy friday was again by yesterday i do mean friday i do not mean sunday of course uh, so again it, it was just pretty crazy if we come to my regular indicators now that's pivot point and the three simple moving averages that i use eight 20 and 8 20 50 and 200 not three the four moving averages that i use and the retracements <clears throat> we can see that there was a very clear 8ma support right after it fell at around uh, fell to the 11500 levels that we mentioned and from there it reversed uh, it it took resistance from the 11700 levels and then the support of 8ma became a resistance for 8ma and we did not see any candle really closing uh, above 8ma after that so that's another interesting <clears throat> observation if you look at the if you look at the indicators now the interesting thing for me is that if you if you do a fib retracement of uh, the day so if you do an intraday fib retracement the resistances and supports line up pretty evenly so you'll be able to see that uh, the 13.30 candle, so the 1.30 p.m. candle got some crazy, crazy support at, uh, you know, 50% FIB at 11,583. And every subsequent candle had that as its support. The 23.6% level at 11,642 was a pretty strong resistance. So during the day we saw during uh, you know the second half of the trading day at least we saw the movement largely being uh, range bound between 11,583 and 11,642 and this was you know this was reduced to 38.2 percent fib level after around two o'clock so we saw uh, the range narrowing down between 11,583 and 11,609 and that's an insanely narrow range when you're talking about a plus 326 point move again that is crazy so that's also another thing that you know becomes very apparent almost the second you look at these retracements so there is that and a, a bigger thing which I feel you know speaks more on um, the overall sentiment of the market or the overall sentiment of the investors at least is that the 11,600 level is obviously going to be a psychological resistance or a psychological support. Now, since the day did go below 11,600, in fact, since the very last closing candle did go below 11,600 for a minute, some something in me tells me that, hey, you know, because... That 11,600 barrier was not breached today, uh, you know, because it closed above 11,600, even by 20 paise. It is definitely a positive thing because it shows that the market wants to sustain this level. 
whether it actually happens or not depends on a lot of other uh, you know variables and factors but this was you know the general trend or rather the general sentiment that um, i at least observed and noticed so there's that on the 10 minute chart coming to the daily chart we can see just how big the gap was just how massive of a gap up opening it was uh, on this time frame the resistances and supports are also very very apparent we can see that both the resistances and supports uh, so they were you know pretty clear change in polarity supports and resistances also apart from the psychological aspect of it so if you look at 17th july you'll see that that was once a uh, resistance and if you look at 10th july that was the support one of the supports at least another support was the 23.6% line uh, at you know 11565 or so another support again oh, there is just ton of supports and ton of resistances the thing is uh yesterday or rather in th- in the previous episode i mentioned that 11400 11550 i believe if i can just glance through my notes of the previous episode i'll be able to probably give you a better idea of the levels so where are the resistances yes so the resistances the very first one 11270 because change in polarity the next one 11400 11650 and 11770 so those were the supports and those were the resistances that i identified of course the market opened above pretty much most of them so you know automatically those were bypassed now the next the coming resistances are going to be uh, at you know 11770 of course that's one of them there's also going to be 11750 which has been a longer term uh, change in polarity so if i can just you know broaden this and i'll try to give you a better view of it so if you look at 29th august 2018 uh, it happens to be a swing high of one of my previous retracements so that's 11600 uh, 11760 is that level so that's probably going to be one of the resistances for the index another one is going to be at 11784 another one is going to be at 11808 and that's a gap and once the gap is filled we're going to see 11850 or so so you know that's also a change in polarity by the way if you look at 18th april 19 that's that's the 11854 level i'm talking about so again a ton of resistances and a ton of uh, and a ton of supports uh the final resistance that we should be seeing uh when i say final i mean at least for the shorter period is 11980 and this is this was one of the swing highs again and of course no prizes for guessing it is a massive psychological resistance 11980 20 more points 12000 levels so obviously it's going to be a pretty uh, a pretty strong um, you know resistance because we'll be entering we'll be going from 11 to 12 however if we see another crazy crazy strong move crazy crazy strong euphoria like we saw on friday it may just you know not not even care not even think twice before passing um, that 12000 barrier so there is always that 
I highly doubt that we'll see something like that again because that was honestly I mean if you want to listen to more of my views on that you can just tune into yesterday's episode I I was pretty elaborate on my views uh, I but I'll just do a quick re- recap again I I feel that all of the euphoria does not solve the fundamental issues with the companies at all <clears throat> I mean if you look at the corporate taxes they they don't really solve the demand issues that uh, the automakers have been facing especially since a lot of the auto stocks did increase i mean sure they're really saving on taxes but then does that really solve the demand issue that much when we talk about banks does the corporate tax reduce uh, the npas i don't think so because the interest payments and the loan payments are subtracted well before corporate taxes even calculated so you know it's it's odd to me that all of the stocks all even unrelated stocks to uh, you know several industries did increase and to me that's sort of baffling almost because it 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 does not really relate to those stocks at all and after all we've seen bigger announcements uh, show s- smaller moves so there's there's honestly something going on which is not you know basically there's more to it that meets the eye in my opinion or at least there was unfortunately uh, the app that i'm using to record all of these things decided to stop recording randomly so here i am i fortunately do remember what i was talking about so i'll try to pick up where we left off but i'll just give you a sort of uh, quick recap even though for you it's it's going to be seamless hopefully but still you know it'll, it'll get me back in the groove so anyway you know to me it seems kind of weird that despite some really strong uh, inherent qualities of the stock inherent qualities of the companies inherent qualities of the economy we've been seeing uh, you know a, a pretty crazy rally in the markets and all of this almost seems unwarranted i mean sure in my previous episode i did mention that you know the markets in general felt sort of undervalued to me purely because you know the global environment the, the you know the economy indian economy was not as negative as uh, you know the markets reflected it to be we we saw some extremely negative days and some extremely negative streaks i mean if you look at um if you look at the daily chart of nifty you'll be greeted by some extremely negative uh you know moves pretty much ever since um, july and honestly in my opinion the, the 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 economy the companies all of them have not really been doing that bad uh, it's it's been pretty much the same as far as you know the inherent qualities of you know the demand patterns and all of those things is concerned so all of that hasn't really changed and what did change is that little corporate tax piece of news and honestly that that does not warrant such a massive increase in the stock prices and the index prices in my opinion again i know i'm repeating but i still need to get you know into uh, what i was talking about so i can continue so again you know now it's starting to feel like the index is inching towards being overvalued 
purely because you know it's tested the 12,000 level once it's tested the 11,800 levels a few times now and it's not really done positively at those levels and you know compared to what we've been seeing right now you know the global tensions that we're seeing the uncertainty and all of those things just combined together are really not you know that uh, decisive or that confidence inspiring in my opinion and purely because of that i feel that you know anything above 11600 11800 or even 11500 for that matter sounds a bit too overvalued and these might sound like you know arbitrary numbers obviously but the thing is that when you look at you know what the average market price has been you see that it has seen a few spikes like this and it has you know in the past increased after you know kissing the trend line as we discussed in my thursday episode but that increase has been relatively gradual it's been over a period of two to three months and we saw that happening in two days and that's pretty wild if you ask me so to me that's the number one reason why i feel that it's beginning to be overvalued i mean you know two trading sessions ago we were 1000 points behind so just let that sink in and regularly normally we see a 100 point move positive if we are lucky so that's 10 days worth of moves pure positive moves in two days that that's honestly how uh, you know a very rough way of uh, understanding this but that's honestly one way to think about it so you know as far as the index in general is concerned honestly you know i'm i'm waiting to see a decisive trend right now uh you know we have again we have seen a lot of gaps in the past so this may just be one uh you know of those sort of uh, spells where we see a bunch of gaps so if you look at uh if you look at for example 11th march you know a smaller move of course but still uh you know we saw an increase we saw a gap we saw a gap we saw another gap and you know those those things have just been going on so we have seen the index bouncing up after you know with gaps but such big moves are pretty pretty wild again especially with um, all of the geopolitical issues all of the fundamental issues it just seems pretty wild especially when you consider that the corporate tax relief does not exactly um, you know change the inherent problems that these businesses are facing um, you know, for example, Thomas Cook shut down. I don't really know much about. I don't really have a decent enough background to really comment on that. But I'm sure that just cutting taxes would not have saved the company. So that's my opinion on the index prices right now, especially considering that today was another massive move, uh, you know, all things considered. So there's that. And of course, you know this this podcast would not be complete without me talking about the day's gainers and losers so even though again today was a very euphoric day a very positive euphoria still yeah, still you know brush on the gainers and losers the gainers lead leaded by bpcl at if my if my computer can just allow me to look at the percentage i'll let you know so bpcl was at 11.64 percent closing at 450.85 
and if you look at the chart it, it, it gave a buy signal at around 316 uh, the, the 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 basis of that buy would have been that it was extremely on uh, extremely you know low the price and it was in the zone if you look at uh, 13th feb 19 uh, it, it was at the same price level approximately at the same price level and it bounced back up so that could have been one of your trade bases for taking a trade at 316 if that trade would have been too early for you uh, the next entry point could have been 4th September where we saw a golden cross happening or rather an 820 cross happening. So you could have caught this massive move, still a 100 point move, which is uh, just under 30%, I believe, 20, 25-30%. So you could have caught that if you would have just went by the 820 crossover. So there's that again. Bajaj Finance is the next one, 8.69% up, closing at 4023. And again, it is pretty decisive on the chart. If you look, uh, an 820 crossover, and from there, it's not really hit a stop loss. Uh, assuming that your stop loss would have been below, um, below the 20 MA line, so it's not really hit the stop loss yet. and we saw a pretty big move, uh, almost an 800 point move from Bajaj Finance. So there's that. Uh, LNT, it seems to be getting in the resistance zone now. And if you look at the chart, you'll be able to see that on 5th July, uh, there was a massive change in polarity, almost from an all time high to a swing low. So that's definitely going to be a resistance at around 1581 or so. So I'd keep an eye out on that. Of course, uh, today was a gap open for LNT also. So we might just see gap filling soon. And if we look at 17th May and then the 21st May or 17th and 20th May. So there was a gap too and that was filled approximately two months or so after so if we're gonna see something similar then we might see the gap being filled uh, in a couple of months perhaps so that's LNT Adani ports again 7.95% up 410.95 was the closing price and similar to what we saw with LNT it's approaching the resistance zone resistance at 421 next resistance at 429 and uh, soon the bigger resistances are going to start coming in at 440, 450 and just a ton more resistances after this. It's currently at 410 so we've got uh, a good 10-20 points away but still you know it's 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 got 50 MA support, it's got 20 MA support, it's got 8 MA support, it's got a 200 MA support also as you know as I always say 200 MA the big daddy of supports which I I just love using that phrase for some reason, but it has all of these supports, but all of the supports are below uh, the gap that it's created. So if it does turn back from 420, the first support is going to be at around 397 or so, and the next one is probably going to be after the gap is filled. So keep that in mind. That was Adani Ports. The next one is um, Asian Paints. Good moves, good moves. And if we just, um, you know, pull up the chart, we can see that 
you could have bought it at 50MA support. We've seen that 50MA has been an alright support in the past. It's It has definitely breached the 50MA line in the past, but it's been an okay support. So you could have entered the trade at that point. And then especially since we saw higher highs and higher lows, uh, perhaps on 19th or 18th September, you could have entered it with the stop loss being, you know, the previous candles low. The next, the next uh, stock is Bajaj Fin, uh, Bajaj Finserve, seven point eight five percent up, eight to and it's it's approaching its all time high now. It's oh, it's almost trying to retrace fully from zero uh, percent to hundred percent. So we see that pretty clear sixty one point eight percent, you know, support at seven eight one six. The previous this this level was actually a resistance for Friday, and it again it opened above this resistance, similar to what we saw with Nifty. Now though it is facing resistance from it it will face resistance rather from six three seven two. That's the first level. The second level being hundred percent fib eight five eight zero. So those are going to be some important levels to keep in mind. The support is going to be at around 7947 or so and of course there is always going to be um, you know psychological support at 8000 so there's that coming to the day's losers uh, we've got z limited uh, pretty 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 blue bad losing streak for z limited now 9.89 percent down 271 closing price and we saw 350 levels not too long ago. In fact, earlier this month, and now it's dropped all the way to 271. Fortunately, though, it does look like it's in the zone. So, assuming that everything's all right fundamentally with the company, there are no sudden news-based events that are going to come up. We might just see, you know, a reversal coming soon. Uh, from what I hear, the Z score of Z Limited also is also pretty good at around 12. So it's it does not look like a company which will end up going you know going down under. So there's that. Infi another loser, 5.5%, 5.05% down, closing at 7.64. So this this looks also pretty good. It 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 fully retraced and then it got support from. Uh, the Big Daddy 200MA and 741.90, that's the 0% FIB level. So that's where you know it got support from. It also filled in a gap, uh, well partially anyway. So if you look at the gap created on 12th July and 15th July, it almost created, it almost bridged that gap. Now the next resistance is going to be at 23.6% FIB of course, 766.70, two points away. The next one's going to be at around 765, oh that's actually below. <clears throat> the next one's going to be at, well at around 774, the one after that 782, 794 and then the psych uh, resistance. So that's what we will see as far as supports are concerned. The very first one that we should be seeing is at around 757, that's a change in polarity. The one after that, 741, again a change in polarity and also a 0% FIB level. So, 
and 200 ma also wow three supports at one price so that's pretty wild so that's what that's what in that's where infi is at and again pretty negative days for Nif, uh, for infi we've seen almost almost a hundred point uh, fall from um well more yeah almost a hundred point fall from the evening star pattern that we saw on 6th september or rather on 9th september so there's that the next one being power grid now um power grid. oh by the way before i forget infi they're testing out some really cool blockchain stuff apparently so if the investors can probably gain confidence from that we might see a reversal perhaps or we might at least see a positive day or two so there's that power grid it, it does not look like it's in the zone it's got a few supports here but you know we may just see it fall to around 176 or so or maybe even below 174 176 around that level before we see a bounce back up it's it's definitely got some very strong 8 and 20 ma resistance followed by 50 ma resistance so uh, i would personally not uh, get into this stock at this point the next one tata motors 4.02 percent down 127.9 closing price and as we discussed previously it's it's got some extremely strong 50 ma resistance i mean that was bound to happen we've been seeing that resistance since since may this year so definitely three attempts or four or rather four attempts now to breach that resistance this one was probably the closest ever because the eight i mean line is pretty much the closest it's ever been so with eight ma support with the previous supports it might just breach uh, 50 ma soon if it does the next target is going to be around hmm, 152 perhaps so there's that that's tata motors and yeah that's it for this one um hope hope you guys found this useful hope you found it informative do let me know what you feel and happy trading